guys. Um, if you haven't noticed, uh, it's a special time. <laughs> it is a special time because this is episode 99 of Mindwave. Uh, and we've obviously come a long way, but uh, the places we're about to go are really fucking amazing. Episode 100, I've been sitting on it for a minute because it's heavy, <laughs> you guys. It's a big one. Uh, so I'm happy to put this out now, and episode 100 will be going out right after it, but then Mindwave is going to take a very cool turn, uh, and now for something completely different style, uh, turn, and I'm so excited to fucking share it with you guys, but, uh, I needed to get Jesse back, uh, cause he's a part of this in a big crazy way that will be announced soon. Um, but I needed to get him back on to just kind of unpack uh, and and really get this resurgent us thing off the ground because it's it's been weighing on me. It's been weighing on my soul. And uh, because it's one of these really, really... But we need some special paint colors. We need some special tools to make this happen um, in the right way. We need to do it right the first time. So I've, I've been really taking my time with... Uh, this project and it's finally starting to come together so i'm very excited about that and uh beyond that you will have to wait for the rest of the surprise but i thought i would leave uh oh hello hello lena um we will have to leave the rest of that announcement for the official dealio but i also did want to take a quick moment to thank our newest friend of the show. We have a new Patreon patron, Ron Russell, um, from the Humanity Forward Gang. So, Ron, thank you so much for your support. Uh, it's amazing. It's it's how this shit works. It is only because of people like you who throw us a couple bucks that we can actually pull this shit off. So... Um, to Ron and the rest of the friends of the show who make it possible, thank you very much. Here is my conversation with Jesse. So, welcome back to Mindwave. This is Jenner. Um, this is episode 99 of Mindwave and episode 1. Zero. It's episode 0 of Resurgent Us, Mr. Rogers is gracing me with his presence this morning which is actually afternoon because it's the apocalypse and uh, i don't i don't know what day it is or what time it is but i i knew that i had to get jesse back immediately uh asa fucking p to continue this just to nail it down hard because uh again <laughs> uh yeah so wh- where are you where are you at man how are you doing <laughs> Jenner, it's an honor to be back, man. I, I've I've really been looking forward to it ever since uh, our last conversation, and there's there's so much that's gone on since then. I I've been starting Resurgent Us as a Facebook group, and uh, we're about uh, six weeks into uh, some online classes that uh, me and some of the group are going through. Uh, we're using it as an educational platform for like uh, you know just free education, bypassing the whole 
educational system that as it exists now and just kind of doing our own thing, but using the free tools that they've made available, you know, and, and that's, that's one vision of it. Um, I, I've been wanting to also use it as, as an incubator, just like what you're doing with uh, MindWave. You know, I want, I want Resurgent Us to be another node in that network where, uh, you know, we find and promote artists and thinkers and, you know, we, we amplify the voices that have something important to tell us. And so far I've, I've been really happy with the kind of connections that people are making. I, I included a lot of my real life friends, a lot of my Yang Gang friends, a lot of, uh, you know, the, the daily discussion people, uh, you know, it, it's, it's been a, a really weird mix, but it, it's coming together in a fun way. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, mm -hmm. to get it, keep it moving and, and, uh, you know, thank you for your help in moving it forward. Oh, however humbly may we venture forth. Yeah, it's, it is, it is kind of like one weird large circle that all these other little circles are in. Like there's the, there's the Yanging circle. There's the little IDW circles. There's an even smaller circle inside the IDW circle of people um, like Milo, <laughs> who are apparently a part of this as well, um, however, <laughs> however small, uh, and uh, that's Boone's vault. Thank you, Boone, for bringing some of those, some of those controversial minds into the uh, into the universe. I suppose, uh, and it's it's really interesting, and it's it's always weird. I always find it really weird when I'm like, oh, you know. Oh, you know, you, you know, you, oh, how did you meet? Oh, oh, you met through me. Oh, okay. <laughs> like everybody knows each other now. It's kind of a trip. Um, but yeah, you guys are like, you guys are really my best friends. Um, I mean, in a real, in a real human way. Cause I don't have any of those like <laughs> in the real world. Um, but like in this project in particular of let's make a podcast, like you guys really are my best friends. Cause you get it. Uh, you're trying to do the same thing. Um, and it's not even just about the podcast because that element of it um, is becoming more and more of an afterthought kind of when I think about my vision for what I want the studio to be. Um, I want it to produce audiobooks, which I'm still going to do that. One by Epictetus, it's in the pile. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to do audiobooks and then the... the um, uh, uh, along your um, educational tool, free open source education thing, like that is a long term <laughs> vision, yeah. a long term goal of MindWave. Um, it's going to be called MindWave Labs, um, where we have um, not only like we're going to pack a lot of the educational content into episodes like this and then provide some kind of testing, heavy air quotes, uh, you know, and and things to where people can challenge their knowledge. Uh, on various things and try to keep it obviously not like accredited in any way because it's not about getting the piece of paper it's about getting the stuff in the brain it's about getting the knowledge and the wisdom um so it, it will be many a moon many a moon before i'm able to think about really launching mindwave labs for real because like by by the time we get there the studio needs to be like its own building with like a staff <laughs> and we are not there yet, but uh, we're moving on up, man. We're moving. We're moving on up. <laughs> well, you've so, got connections. You've got connections now going in all different directions because 
uh, you know, you're only like two degrees of separation away from Mark Cuban now, right? You've got Scott Santins going through uh, uh, debates with him about UBI. You me- did you hear about that? That's, uh, no. Yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't checked it out yet, but apparently Scott Santins and uh, and Mark Cuban, I, I'm pretty sure that he changed Mark Cuban's mind about UBI. So, really? yeah, yeah. If uh, if that's the case, then you know maybe you can maybe you can uh, uh, ask Mark for uh, uh, you know some studio help so we can make this thing a reality. Mark Cuban, yeah. give me some fucking money. <laughs> that's the whole point of this UBI thing. Let's get yeah. it rolling. <laughs> I love it. So. Oh, he's gonna hate that. He is absolutely good. I can see his frown right now. Oh man, I need to. I I need to get back in touch with Scott because um, we're, we're very much like, yes, let's do this. Um, and then he is extremely busy, extremely yeah. high profile, clearly. Um, he's working on Mike for Kentucky. I, I can't pronounce his last name because I haven't heard it out loud. I've only seen it spelled. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to say that. But he's been very, very, very busy. He's a busy boy. He tweets a lot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm I'm catching little bits in, of of what he's doing, but I'm like, God, I just need to get him back in here someday, hopefully. Um, but yes, this is as I said at the top, this is the 99th episode of Mind Waves somehow, um, and it's the first episode of Resurgent Us. Nope, I said already at the top, it's episode zero. This is obviously the first episode of Resurgent Us. Has to be hosted by Jesse Jenner with his own theme song. Freaking duh. Uh, so uh, it's it's in the works. It's in the works, but somehow. Uh, and when I'd reached out to you and it was like, okay, what? Ah, <laughs> uh, help me figure this out. And you're like, visions of the future. And I'm like, fucking nailed it. First take. <laughs> didn't even didn't even skip a beat. You were just like visions of the future because it's a not a great time for a lot of people right now. And uh, you know, it's along the lines of the whole light of morning thing uh, a little bit. So uh, you know, what 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 is? Jeez, <laughs> uh, yeah. You can tell I'm a little uh, I'm a little loosey goosey today. Uh, <laughs> That's listener. okay. Get, um, getting it rolling. Yeah, I know. We do the best that we can. So, in what... Hmm. <laughs> Visions of the future. Where are we going, man? <laughs> where are we going? Because where we're at kind of sucks right now. There's a, a quote by... Um, uh, you know, some people might think he's kind of uh, pseudoscience, a hokey sort of, sort of guy. I don't know what to make of him, but I love this quote. Um, by a guy named Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza. And he says something like the best way to predict the future is to create it. Mm. So, uh, you know, what, whatever else he might have to say, because he gets into like a lot of Deepak Chopra sounding ideas. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that element of the conceptualization of your life where you're, you're co-authoring it with, the rest of the universe, right? With the other 7 billion people on the planet, you, you don't get the whole say in what your life is going to be like, because there's so many things beyond your control. 
and and you know that's that's not news to anybody who's listening to this everyone's uh wondering about their jobs and and having to meet remotely and uh you know wondering about their investments and their retirement or you know depending on where they are in the life stage if they're if you're at the earlier stage then you're just you're wondering about if you can keep a roof over your head in some cases and uh you, you know so so this is like you said this is not an easy time for people to be in the present moment and at the same time that that's okay because what we can do is use this discomfort of our current reality as a catalyst to push us into what we could become but haven't yet um, found the will to be or um, you know just haven't made a priority because the day-to-day life can get in the way you know when you're when you're just living out the the uh, loop that you've got you get in the car you go to work you come home go to sleep do it again you know it it's it's an easy thing to get stuck into and let years and years go by and this pause uh, th- you know this is something that Isaac and I have talked about a bit as well not not over uh, voice but you know in in our chats on Facebook a lot uh, there there is a sense of optimism that we can have even in this difficulty because if you, if you're not even afraid of death anymore if you're not even afraid of losing your job anymore if you're not you know whatever fears there are to be had if you're experiencing the if you're coming to face to face with them and you can overcome those fears even in those circumstances then you know what is there left to fear and and what is there left to hold you back from doing things like starting a podcast or writing a book or speaking in front of thousands of people with what it is that you have to say so that's that's really what this is about now is charting out who are you going to be when this is all over what impact are you going to be having once the smoke clears and you can step forward yeah I I think the biggest the biggest challenge here for most people is <clears throat> accepting the reality that they actually do have the power to do something to move the needle um, in whatever small way they have they actually we kind of get forced into this um, you know into the meat grinder I'm just I'm nothing I, there's nothing I could do that will ever improve anything it's it's kind of that that hopelessness the you know just i i'm nobody and it, it, the the biggest thing that mindwave is trying to do right now is to say stop it you're not nobody <laughs> you have superpowers you have the power to change the world and that sounds cheesy and trite and stupid um but it's true guys it's true you have way more power than you think um, and I think the first step is just getting people to not only realize it, to but to embrace it. Um, and I, I realize it from the outside. I'm still I'm I'm realizing it, but I'm I still haven't fully embraced it because it's it's humbling. It's just like that's too big of a it's too big of a responsibility. It's too big of a gift, you know, to realize the reach that this show has, which is global. There's like 
the number of countries in which there is not a Mindwave listener is closely approaching, like, single digits, uh, which blows my fucking mind. Because, um, again, I came into this with the attitude of, I'm nobody, what is, <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, um, I'm not, and no, you're not, and uh, no, you, the listener, are are not. Um, you have a lot more power than you think you do, and I, I think if... if if I have any mission in this at all, it's to pull the Lego movie card on you motherfuckers every single last time I can, and I won't shut up about it. I will not stop telling you how special you are and how much power you have, because we need those voices in our ears, because um, the one inside, the one inside the brain is a fucking asshole. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, mm, yeah. The one in my head's a really big asshole. I don't like him at all. <laughs> we've all we've all got that voice. We've all got that voice, Jenner, and and it's it's a seductive one too, because as as soon as you come to belief that you have no power, well, then you have no responsibility too, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's what makes it so alluring. Is oh, if I'm a victim, then I then I don't have to do anything i don't have to fix anything i don't have to change i don't have to you know it's not me that needs to change it's the world that needs to change and and that's that's where we've been for a couple years now uh you know as as a society i think you you've seen this grievance and and victimhood culture being used by pretty much everybody uh politically on on all sides to some degree um you know the the identity politics and the the cancel culture and all of those things are sort of really weak uh, aspects of that victimhood mindset that it's it's sort of the appearance of, of taking action or taking responsibility and doing something, but it's really just trying to, you know, shut down other people. It's kind of a, a vengeance-based or, or uh, you know, pathological expression of, of responsibility. It's not the real thing. And... And the, the real thing is not going to get you praise. And that, that's, that's the thing about it that I think is hard, is that, at least not at first, everyone's going to think you're crazy when you're doing something that, that could really matter. And, and you're going to feel totally inadequate to the task. And that's, that's how you know you're probably on the right track when it's that uncomfortable. And, uh, you know, there, when I, when I was first starting Resurgent Us, that was, you know, I, I felt that and I was like, well, after, <laughs> after my thumbs finished typing, you know, all these, all these, uh, uh, invites and, and after I press send and, you know, I, I'll feel whatever I'm going to feel, but it's going to be over after that. Cause there's nothing I can do about it. It's, it's done, you know? And, uh, and when I, when I first got on a podcast, you know, it's like, it's something I have never, I had never done before, and and here I'm in a context where I'm getting heard by hundreds, maybe even thousands of people, and it it's mind blowing to be on Mindwave in that way. So, uh, you know, but you get over those kinds of those kinds of fears because it it's not about having no fears; it's about what do you do with those fears. And and so this is a time to be courageous. That's that's what this mm-hmm. era is for. This is a test. And so we shouldn't feel, you know, this is like going back to the, to the ideas of 
uh, Marcus Aurelius, and you can read this in his meditations where he's talking about, you know, when, you, when you're tempted to feel bitter, this is something that he's saying to himself. This isn't advice for us, but, you know, we can listen in and, and gain from it, which is when you're, when you're tempted to feel bitter, instead, think of what good fortune it is to be facing this challenge and to bear this challenge worthily. So don't wish that your burden was lighter. Wish to become stronger. You know, that's mm-hmm. the, the underlying thing. And so that, you know, we, we finally, our generation finally got something worthy of us, right? We finally got a challenge. This economic change, who knows how long this is going to last and who knows how deep the effects are going to be. But this is, rebuilding from this is going to be the, the call to action for our generation. Oh, totally. And, and um, I was just kind of re- reminded of this trope is, is that courage it is not a lack of fear. Um, courage is taking the fear and, and jumping anyway, um, you know, getting getting the strength to take that leap of faith. Um, and this was hugely challenging for me, like as uncomfortable as so many of the people that I've had on the show is uncomfortable. And we're like, oh, I've never done this before. I'm like, bitch, I've never done this before. <laughs> like, I've never done this before. I still don't know what I'm doing, but it's working. It's working. I'm like one of the most unprofessional <laughs> podcasters I've ever heard. I just I get way too drunk. I make way, way too silly jokes. Uh, way too inappropriate. Hashtag mindwave. Uh, but it, it's it's that. It's it's realizing that you already have the power, and um, the that there's really almost kind of nothing to really be afraid of. You know, in 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 a sense, um, you know, courage not being the lack of fear. Um, when you do this for the first time, you'll realize, oh, that wasn't scary at all. And then you see it come back, and you're like, oh shit, that that worked. Uh, yeah, that's this whole that's the whole thing. That's the whole mission. So if you're out there and you're like, oh, I don't know, I couldn't do that. Yes, you could. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You absolutely could, and you should. Um, even just for yourself. Um, you know, getting back to the beautiful fucking gift of defeating your Dementors that you gave me, which was, God damn, that's one of the best gifts that anybody's ever given me. Um, you know, it's... Uh, where was it going? You earned it, Jenner. You I, earned I, it. I lost the thread. It's fine. It <laughs> it's okay. It no, but, but... It's... But... <coughs> it's that. It's, um... It's that. I guess you've given that to so many people and you're, and you're continuing to give it in this episode. You're, you're, you know, you're that, that, uh, uh, that little whisper in a, in a sea of negativity that they get in their, their daily lives. You're that, you're that little voice that's saying, no, you can do this. And for some people, that's, that's probably the little bit of encouragement that they're going to get. Right. It's, it's a, it's an, it is an awesome responsibility, but it's a great joy to be able to to build that in somebody, mm. and and have and and that's that's what made me um, stay in education over the past, you know, fourteen to twenty years, depending on how you're looking at it. it, it um, I've I've made my career education not because it was very lucrative. Obviously, it's not, but it it. Uh, it does fulfill you when you get to see people that 
if if nobody if nobody spoke to them and and challenged them and gave them that hope um it would it would be so easy to just fade into the background and say well i can't and and you know i'm nothing the world doesn't need me it, it's very easy to, to fall prey to that line of thinking and but it would be such a shame to because every single person has something in them that nobody else has and discovering that is is what your life's purpose and what your life's mission should be about mm. And sometimes that whisper is all it takes because that's all it took for me. All it mm -hmm. took for me was a handful of people to actually believe in me and to go, no, you can do that. Are you kidding me? You can do this. You can make a show. Because um, I'm, you know, I'm I'm an artist. I'm my own worst critic. I put myself down more than anybody on earth. Um, anybody else on earth, rather. But, uh, yeah, sometimes a whisper is all it takes. It's just still like that little nudge. Like, no, of course you can do it. Um so it and again it's it's overwhelming realizing um at, at least just for me my personal growth it's incredibly overwhelming realizing um that like holy shit that works holy shit it works the voices series is the perfect encapsulation of this as a all that was is a message in a bottle. It's a phone call. It's a voicemail. And that's all it is. And then you see what it can become. And it's like, holy shit. Holy shit. And, and boy, did that fucking work. Uh, I need to get back into the voicemails, man. Start doing those for multiple things. Because the power, realizing the power of your own voice is probably, I think, the most radically transformative thing that anybody can hope to achieve these days um especially in the you know the age of digital media when the mainstream crap is just absolute dog shit yeah um you know be the media you want to see in the world kids yes yes <laughs> uh, to rip off a falsely attributed uh, gandhi quote <laughs> um be the media. If you don't like what you're seeing and you think you have something better, uh, just take a whack at it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Uh, it nothing will ever be perfect. Uh, perfection is a, is a is a stupid goal. Uh, mm -hmm. It is definitely just like don't. Just, why would you even reach for that? Humans aren't perfect. Uh, that's kind of what makes us beautiful. We're all kind of broken in our own little way, uh, and we all beat ourselves up uh, all the time. And it, it, it takes, it takes uh, you know, brothers and sisters and gender-neutral siblings <laughs> around <laughs> you sometimes to just just be the hand on the back. Just, just like, you got this. And that, that's, all, that, that's it. That's all it takes um, to get humans to come together to build the biggest, most amazing, crazy, beautiful things um, that... <laughs> that no one person could build by themselves. Um, I was just, uh, I was just talking to Isaac yesterday. Um, got in on a on a stream with him, and it, we were talking about the pyramids within this within this context. I believe I've been drinking a lot. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the building the monuments uh, to the future to be remembered. You know, I, yeah. I've had this conversation with Fred too. It's like, um, you know. It's, that that's that's what this is it's it's an insurmountable task um by yourself you know realizing the change that you want to see 
in the world. It's only by coming together and and doing it together that we can build the thing that's going to stand the test of time. And the digital archaeologists are going to be digging through, and they're going to be they're going to be listening to us in our weird fucked up point in history the same way that we listen to the Stoics. You know, and and that's it's an incredibly overwhelming uh, kind of thing, and it sounds douchey to say. It sounds extremely douchey to be like, no, we're in the new dark ages right now, and like you and me and boom, like all of us were part of the new enlightenment. <laughs> that sounds so douchey, but guys, it's fucking true. Like it's it it really is. Uh, yeah, I, there it. It's it is kind of funny because there will come a time where the era that we're looking at that we're living in right now, the historians will look back and they'll be like, "Man, I'm so glad I didn't live during those times." <laughs> in the same way, in the same way that you know we we look back on some of the previous generations and we're like, "Oh, it was so horrible. They didn't even have air conditioning." Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're, they're going to look back on us and they're going to be like, "Oh my God, they didn't even have, uh, you know, those those." Uh, tri- medical tricorders that McCoy rescues people with, you know. <laughs> oh man, I, I I think eventually there is going to be a last plague because <laughs> we are in the middle. This is, it's a plague. I mean, let's yeah, let, that's what it is. I think eventually there is going to be a last one because this is an engineering problem. It's a technical problem, right? Um, because if we all lived on the Starship Enterprise and there was a pathogen, it's like, okay, everybody go to your quarters. We're going to send out the robots. We're going to sterilize everything, self-quarantine. You're done. Take it to zero. Right. The risk goes to zero. It's gone. Yep. Or that, honestly, by the, that might sound like such a cute, old-timey idea by the time we get there because they'll be like, no, we have, like, nanites in our bloodstream that, like, eradicate anything that's not supposed to be in there. Um, and they fix our organs and, and make us into sexy robots. <laughs> probably where we're headed, but there, there there will be a last plague on Earth, and this will seem um, in the future like a dark age. And, yeah. But it's, it is very important to point out that like we are millions of times better off than pretty much any other human in history um, in terms of, you know, going to uh, Stephen Pinker's work, for example. Um Enlightenment Now, which I still need to actually read. I'm familiar with Pinker's work, but I haven't actually gotten the chance to sit down and fucking read that book yet. But it, it is kind of like that. Well, like, think about, like, what it... These motherfuckers didn't even have, like, toilet paper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when we're when we're idolizing the past, when we're looking back fondly on medieval times, oh, I'd love to be a knight and go and, you know, <laughs> save the realm. Like, no, pretty much any, you don't want to get, if you find a time machine, you do not want to go backwards. There is almost no point in history uh, that you'd really, really want to go back to and, like, live there anyway. Because uh, it's it's disgusting, it's dirty, it's dark, it's violent, it's horrible. Pretty much every point of human history coming up to now was way worse. Um and I, f- I think we forget that sometimes, but we are on a on a long term trajectory towards towards the thing that we all are calling the Star Trek future of you know um, the mindset of abundance, the the falling away of the borders, the the dissolving of all you know all these conflicts which are superficial, 
largely or or just based on lies or misunderstandings you know you look at um racial tensions is is a good one um they're very real but there will come a point when people realize that race isn't actually a thing we're all actually this we're all just humans we're all <laughs> the same weird monkey um there will come a time that that would it's looked back on this as the way that we look back on you know like the lynchings in the south and that kind of thing i don't know where where i was going but it's it's the 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 visions of the future part is like as dark as fucked up as it seems right now guys we're actually like way better off than we've been ever in history um so this will be looked back on as as a dark age but it's like it's us it's us who have to who have to continue the fight to get us to the future that we want you know to bring the light into every last little uh, dark corner that we can find so. yeah well i mean that that certainly is one uh future you know it's like how andrew yang put it where either we're going to live in a star trek future or we're going to live in a mad max future and what we do now is going to determine that and it's not set in stone and it's not deterministic it's it still is going to be reliant on us and so that's why uh you know as tempting as it may be to to fade into the comforts of the backdrop you have to step forward and you have to put your shoulder to the wheel and you and and lend your voice to the chorus because there it's it's uh it's fine <laughs> yeah it, it's just one of those things where because the future is not set it it, there's so much possibility and there's so much and and how do i know it's not set this is what i I'm, i can hear that question already mm. bouncing around in so many minds uh, i don't but i mean that that's that's what it seems like to me because it, it, you know it's it sure seems like i make a choice and then there's an action in the world and and you know there's there's causes and effects and you know I, I, without getting too far into any free will uh uh conversations you know i i think to the extent that we have consciousness, we have to use it towards enacting the future that we want rather than just accepting the future that is presented to us. So, you know, like you were saying, be, become the media you want to see in the world. I, I love that phrase. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's the first time I've heard it put that way. And it is so beautiful. Jenny. It, it's not <laughs> like I ripped it off from a thing that was falsely attributed to Gandhi. So it's <laughs> it's not even mine. It's like the least mine ever. But it, it really is that it's like and it in a sense, I think some things are kind of set in stone. Uh, in a way, because I, I, I believe in, in humanity, largely, overall, as, as a thing. I think, you know, it, no matter what comes along, we will, we shall overcome. We will get through it. Um, some version of us will survive well into the future beyond our imaginings. Um, it will get there. The, the, we will get there. Um, maybe not us personally maybe not in our lifetimes we have to kind of do the intergenerational starship thing you know um the future generations they will get there and we mm -hmm. are just one one kind of step along the path i don't i th i think it's helpful 
to think about the Star Trek versus Mad Max thing to where like, hey, guys, we have two options. It's really only one option. Uh, and I think it's I think it's that is the outcome. I think that we are going to reach, um, you know, interplanetary <laughs> status. Uh, maybe not interstellar, but it's I, I I think we will get there to the life the 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 life of abundance um, and and the obsolescence of so many of the things in our in our society and our culture that none of us can fucking stand right now. It's just it feels so backwards and so dumb, um, and I think it largely on the on. On the control level, the top-down part of it, there's some big failures on the top-down part, but it goes both ways. It's the bottom-up thing. It's like if we, we want the top to be giving something different down, we need to... It's I hate using phrases like rise up because um, I'm not calling for a revolution, <laughs> uh, but in a way I kind of am, and it's it's... It's doing this. It's just being louder than the other assholes who want to watch it burn to the ground. The the people yeah. who want the Mad Max feature of scarcity and are just way too ready to grab their guns and, and go on a rampage. Which is, I think, uh, something we all kind of feel. Every once in a while, I asked Boone last night. I was mm-hmm. drunky texting. I'm like, hey, you ever wish you could just kill people with your brain? <laughs> just <laughs> totally just like, mm, mm, and you're dead. Because you need to get the fuck off my planet. And we all kind of feel that, <laughs> I think, sometimes. Uh, it's not a matter of getting rid of them. It's just a matter of being louder. We need to be yeah. louder and be brighter. And, uh, you know, by coming together, we become louder. We become brighter. We become stronger. And um, this is something you totally get. And it's it's really one of the th- things that you, like, you specifically helped bring out in me. Um, because n- nobody believed in me like that before. Nobody had, you know, th- this fucking defeating you to mentors thing. Nobody had ever really done that other than my dad. Like, my dad's always been there and been super, um, you know, inspiring and, and has always had all the light and comfort that I needed to remind me of who I am, not who I should be. You know, it's not, it's not, um, the idealistic world of oh you know it's like no just what you are remind remind people of who they are um and they go oh man and it snaps into place and they need they need those people in their lives you are one of those people for me and this is why i'm i'm thrilled fucking thrilled that you're actually like no come do this with me come be a part of it with me um let's do this shit together and let's find the other people. Let's find the other people, man. That's what Mind Wave is. It's the sonar that's looking for the other people who are trying to do this and like strengthen numbers or something. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's gonna work. Uh, on some level, it's gonna work. Um, You're right. You're this, right. Yeah. It it it's, it it already is working. Um, but uh, you know, it's a it's a marathon. <laughs> it is a marathon. Yes. It's a marathon. And, and I, you know, when it comes to the, the strength of our voices combined and, and the, the, um, the collective uh, voice being stronger than any of our individual voices by reinforcing and giving strength to each other when we're, when we're having those moments of doubt, you know, that, I think that's part of it. I, I think also 
every time that I encounter, let's say one of the, uh, uh, you know, one of the kind of deranged people that you're talking about, that's, that's all too eager to burn it down and, and that you, you can relate to on some level because there are so many dysfunctional pathological things happening. Um, but, uh, you know, their, their approach is wrong when it, when it comes to those kinds of people, um, a lot of the time there's, there is an antagonistic kind of a, a interaction that occurs. But I, 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 you've probably noticed when I, in my interactions online, I, tr I try to engage with really anybody in such a way as and th and this doesn't this this is like no matter how crazy they are I try to do this I sometimes fail but I I try to approach them as if they are future allies of the 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 movement that we're building and and I do that because I have held diametrically opposed opinions before I was I was uh, very skeptical and and maybe even opposed to Andrew Yang before. I really sat down and listened to what he had to say and understood that he's not just trying to give away cash so he can get elected. This is a guy who really understands the mechanisms at play and how they need to interact in such a way as to improve the lives and improve the viability of the American experiment in a, in a really enduring kind of way. And when you, when you calm down and slow it down and, and, and can build that trust, then you can turn former enemies into allies. And that's how, that's how I think it grows. That's how it gains momentum. That's how it builds is by, um, and, and the, the best, the best person I've found so far, uh, for doing this is a guy named Chris Voss. Have you ever heard of Chris Voss? Rings a bell. Can't place it. He is a, uh, hostage negotiation okay. expert for the FBI. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he wrote, he wrote this book called uh, Never Split the Difference that I'm in like chapter three or four of. And it is just gold. I love this book because it gives you so much confidence in, in knowing how to communicate with people in a way that isn't going to lead to fractured relationships and, and you know, misery on both sides, unfulfilled promises, things like that. It's, it's about how to empathize tactically. He calls it tactical empathy and, and understand the other person's perspective well enough that even if you don't necessarily uh, agree with them, you can at least know what their motives are and what their interests are. And you can help them achieve what their goals are in a way that's in alignment with your own. Uh, this is something that if you're, it, for, for any Game of Thrones fans out there, Tyrion does this expertly. He's always understanding what people's drives are and then uh, uh, helping to helping them to achieve it, but in a way that meets his objectives. And, and so that, um, I, I would say for, for anybody who has trouble persuading anybody or, or um, who gets into arguments a lot, that book would, will rescue you from your misery. Uh, and, and, uh, anytime that you encounter people who are, you know, filled with anger or filled with, you know, these emotions that have a lot of negative liabilities and, and a lot of risk is attached to them. Uh, the techniques that he talks about in there are, 
I've I've just been blown away. So that would be my my book recommendation for uh, for episode one of Resurgent Us and and uh, this this milestone that we're doing here. That I would say that book is is my favorite one to recommend. I love it, and uh, I was I was gonna say I'll put it in the show notes. I'm gonna put it in the book club because we actually have a book club on the website. It's not a fraction of what it's supposed to be, but it you know. <clears throat> there, where the hell am I? I probably still will put it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, it's that's that's going in the book club, man. It's <laughs> it's uh, we got a handful in here. We're on normal people and sapiens, and you know, uh, I love all those pleasure man, of finding things out. <laughs> Cathedral of the <laughs> yeah. Wild, Shadows of Forgotten Ancestors, Eastern Wisdom. Uh, Selfish Gene, The Moral Landscape, The Blind Watchmaker. Yeah, there's tons of really fucking awesome books in here, uh, and I'm I'm stoked to add that one. He's been on Sam's podcast, right? God, I, yes. I, I hate that I do that. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Sam and Andrew and Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I fucking know these people. I'm not on first-name basis. Basis, basis, you, you're a teacher. Is it the basis, basis is? <laughs> Jesus. Um but yeah, no, he he's been on Sam Harris's podcast back when it was waking up, right? Yeah, yeah. It, you know, those those guys are are the way that I look at it. They're good friends of yours that don't know of you yet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But but when they know you, they'll love you because oh. uh, uh, how could they not? I know, right? I'm a delight. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> uh, and I, I am being snarky, but it, it you know. It's it's important to do that every once in a while, guys. Um, and and it's uh, let, let me let me let me take it mind wave. Um, just fucking swing your dick around every once in a while because it's a it's a nice one, you know. It's it's it metaphorically, people. Okay, <laughs> I got I got into this the, the other day because um, you know Boone and I are are very much are. Our framing of intellectual discourse has metaf- our metaphorical framing has gotten extremely sexual because it is kind of like going raw, like skin to skin, you know, ripping off the synthetic layers and and just like getting to just getting inside somebody, uh, which is just totally this. We're not we're not going there, but <laughs> it's it's just ripping off the filters, ripping off, just saying I don't give a fuck. Uh, embrace the hell out of that, guys, because it is the most liberating fucking thing ever. Skinny dip in the ocean, if that's a better uh, metaphor or thing you well, actually e- want to do. <laughs> you know. Either way, it, it sounds like you and Boone are having a lot of fun on your podcast. Oh my god, and we're so a blast! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it. It sounds like uh, it. I, I'll have to catch up on those. Uh, she's awesome, man. Um, it, some something you said earlier, because you were you know the 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 power of the the collective voices coming together, the the individuals that make up the choir, um, and this I gotta take it back to the Milky Way, um, because you know for all of human history we've looked up at the sky and we've seen this kind yeah. of milky fuzzy line across the sky that has some dark parts in it, and um. For the longest time, we didn't know what the fuck that was. Um, And we learned eventually, no, that is actually the collective light 
of hundreds of billions of stars. It's the collective light that we're seeing. We can't see any one individual star, but we can see the big picture. We can see the collective light from all of it, and we can see, you know, the dark rift. We can see the clouds of gas and dust that are blocking out some of that light. It's still... Both of those things, I think, in combination, make it the most beautiful thing that exists on Earth, is the view of that Milky Way. And in, in a sense, humanity is feels very much like that um, to me. It feels very much like the collective light of all of us um, coming together and shining brighter than any single one of us could do on our own. It's, we all, it's the grain of sand on a beach thing again is this manifests itself in a gajillion different ways um to be a grain of sand on the beach the beach is a wonderful fucking beautiful place to go um the milky way is fucking beautiful and it's it's only because of the individual stars in it that make it up that make it shine brighter if all the stars in the universe if if uh supermassive black holes were not a thing and stars didn't come into clumps like this that we call galaxies we might not be able to see fucking anything it just could just be like black just inky blackness we might not be able to see any other fucking stars if they weren't coming together under uh under collective gravity under under core ideas core principles a core story a core narrative this is who we are this is uh you know this is what it means to be alive which is the the thing about being human it's like that's the whole goal <laughs> exploring the human experiment experience exploring what it means to be alive uh, we all do this in our own ways we all shine in our own wavelengths um to, to keep on bringing it back to astrophysics which i need to do way more uh because it's a it's a valuable uh not even not even a comparison because we are we are the universe in in a very real sense not a meta not a metaphorical sense we're the part of the universe that's aware of itself um yeah you know and it, we need to remember that uh, apparently be reminded all the time get, to get us to look up from our phones every once in a while and um escape the meat grinder and uh realize what the fuck we actually are and um uh, there are so few people doing this now um, and that's your call to fucking grab a sword and join us because, <laughs> you, you, you know, you look back, it's like Carl Sagan was this person. Mr. Rogers was this person for sure that got people to, rem that got people to remember not what they could be, but what they already are. It's, it's reminding you of who you are. It's being the mirror, uh, in goddamn man, this is <laughs> mm, cosmic. Yeah, it's it's like that Lion King thing, Lion King scene where, uh, you know, remember who you are, Simba, mm. and he's up in the stars, right? You you look up. That's where that's where it is, and when when you do, it's only in the darkest darkness that you're able to see all those vibrant. That that kaleidoscope of the sky, right? Most of the time, there's too much light pollution, and it's just. You know, you can only see maybe the the few closest heavenly bodies, you know, some planets and, and a few stars and constellations. But when it really gets dark, when it's at its darkest, that's when you really get to see 
the picture. And, and that's, you know, that's why no matter how bad things seem like they get, I, I, I share your faith that humans will recover and humans, you know, no, no matter how bad it gets, as long as there's still humans alive on earth, we're going to rebound. Like you just cannot hold us back. And, and so, you know, and the, uh, this time right here, this is compared to what our ancestors have been through such such a easy task yeah. we just have to we just have to you know look up at the sta- at the same stars that they did and and dream about who we could become and and not be limited by what people have told us we have to be up to now because you really can be anything that you want to be, but not as you are right now. You have to change. You have to, you have to transform into something unique and different and, and you. And, and something, something that it took me a while, because I, I always thought, well, I, I should just accept myself as I am, and that, that should be that. And yes, you do accept yourself as you are, but don't misunderstand what yourself mm. is. Yourself isn't the thoughts going through your head. Yourself isn't the ideas that you currently hold on to as being true. Yourself isn't the way that you currently look. All of those things are going to be transforming over time. And yet you're still the same you, but all of those things are just temporal. So, you know, there's some sort of, some sort of core process. I, I, I'm reluctant to call it a soul, but there is there is this kind of system of who you are that's ever changing, and you don't have to be worried about about discarding an aspect of your life. You know, you don't if, if you've uh, if you've always smoked and you and you decide to quit. You, you know, it's one of those things where you could let go of that and still be you because that that identity as being a smoker isn't that's not really who you are that's just a thing that you do mm. and and it's like that with anything so whatever whatever you want to pick up and whatever you want to let go of all of those things are up to you you just have to you, you know you you look at every aspect of your identity as being one of those things that can be either acquired or discarded as you see necessary now it, it may not be easy or it, it may not be worth it to do all of those things so for example i could i could acquire the skill of being a fantastic world-class violinist if i dropped everything in my life and did nothing but pursue violin excellence right but i don't really have a desire to do that and it's it would the, the cost of doing it would be you know not going to give me the return so i'm not saying that you can do everything i'm saying you can do anything so so you have to pick and choose which things it's going to be but any of them are on the table if you're willing to let go of all the things that don't matter to you Mm. this is uh resonating kind of strongly with um and this is going to come up in episode 100 i had to make it very special i brought my dad in and we talk about we talk about a lot of things we talk about god a lot and uh, any time that I've been talking about God um, or religion just in general, I, I think that as fucking arrogant as this sounds, I think 
just about everybody throughout human history has gotten the question wrong. The question isn't where or why. It's what. What is it? What is God? What what are you, what is it? <laughs> and that goes to who are you? Who are you beyond beyond the things that you do and and the rest of it? It's it's who are you is the real question. And getting to know yourself is an absolute delight. Uh, most of the time, it's also pretty shitty sometimes because you get to realize you're a gross, horrible monkey that just has the worst thoughts and the worst feelings. And <laughs> you know what I mean? The worst smells. <laughs> and uh, we're we're just awful creatures, but we have some uh, some really fucking fantastic uh, superpowers. And um, it's it's about finding them. It's it's uh, I, I've taken this to Spider Man a couple times, being like, get stuck to the ceiling, see what see what can come out of you, out of your wrist, you know. Uh, and I realize my hardcore comic nerds will be like, well, um, excuse me, actually, those were actually web shooters, and they didn't actually come out. They we're talking about different Spider Mans now, okay, <laughs> guys. The thing is, find your superpowers. Uh, we'll take it to X Men. Okay, if that's if that's more comfortable for you, but you could, you you absolutely have them, uh, listener. You have the you have superpowers. Uh, you just kind of need to flex and figure out what they are, um, and then hone them. Like sharpen those motherfuckers like they're medieval tools and weapons, because uh, you will be able to slay the universe with those fucking things. You are a superhero. Um, that is the thing about humans that makes us frankly better than all of the other monkeys because uh, we are just monkeys uh, at, at the end of the day I'm sure that that sentence is gonna strike some people as like I'm not a fucking <laughs> yes yeah yeah bro you're just you're just a monkey that's all we are we're a weird ass species of monkey that learned to make mouth noises to other monkeys that kind of got us to understand what was going inside uh our meat what was going on inside our meat computers that inside our heads that are unfolding trying to understand the fucking world and the universe that's that's kind of it though it's kind of like people need the mirror uh a lot of the times but they need the the you know if you're sick of looking out look in or if you can't go out go in or whatever that you know I, I i'm digging into all kinds of trite bullshit these days which i which i hate but i also love because it's also kind of true uh you know Look inside yourself. The answer is the answer is there. Um, what do you love? What what do you love to do? What's what's your favorite thing? Grab onto that and just do that. You know what I mean? Do all the things that you love. You know, reach out to every last person who you care about and remind them that you care about them. Um, because it's gonna it it makes all the difference in the world. Find your superpowers. Fucking hone them. God, this is like. It's all one thing, really, which is still kind of blowing my mind because uh, it's it's again, it's one of these. It's manifesting itself in a billion different ways. But really, the thing that we're getting at, we're just using words. Words are not great. We're using words to get at one thing. It's it really is one thing. Uh, and we just don't have words for it. We're getting closer, though, you know, language wise we're get, we're getting closer to the actual thing we kind of have to use these abstract metaphors and 
artistic, you know, paintings of, uh, you know, hypotheticals and shit to kind of get people to like, you like that. No, but there is, a, there is a real there, there. There is a there, there. <laughs> and um, hopefully someday we find the fucking words for it because it is one thing. Man, that's heavy. I know, right? It's that's the scotch, it's not me. <laughs> I'm day drinking, it's apocalypse. <laughs> well yeah, but I, I think um so so that's that's what the, the listener what I would want them to come away from it with though, is that we're all connected to this to this one thing. Uh and and maybe the largest you can imagine that as, as being is that one thing on planet earth, the human, the human species, right? So if that's as far as you can conceptualize, that's still really damn big. Like that, that's, uh, and, and if you look at the pale blue dot, you know, Carl Sagan, it obviously it's a lot bigger than that, but if you can just get your mind around that piece of it, right? Because, that's the only part that we have any real hope of impacting during our lifetimes, most likely, or at least this phase of our lifetimes. You know, may, maybe we'll be off to the stars towards the end, uh, but, you know, or maybe we'll even come up with some sort of anti-aging thing where we have a lot more time than we expected. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Um, but for, for what for what it looks like right now, what all we've got in front of us, try to control the piece of it that you can control. And so for, for Jenner and I, that meant putting our voice out into the ether and, uh, uh, you know, putting our scribbles out into the, <laughs> into the world and, and just trying to connect with people and tr trying to share ideas and trying to figure things out. And, as, as far as the, the kind of future, you know, none of us really know what that's going to look like, but the, the future is uncertain, but your future subjectively will be defined by the quality of your thoughts. So don't, don't beat yourself up when there's negative thoughts. Do a little bit of jujitsu with those thoughts because mm -hmm. they, they exist for a reason and they can be pointing you towards something that you can improve on. And that's the thing to keep in mind is that you can, you know, that mean voice in your head, sometimes it's got uh, true things to say, which is what makes it so crushing because <laughs> yeah. right? you don't want those things to be true. But, but it's like, it, you know, it's like David Goggins says, Roger that. And he's like, how do I get better? You know, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a moron. I don't know anything. Roger that. How do I get better? I read books. Okay, I'm a weakling. Fine. Roger that. How do I get strong? You know, so, th you know, th those kind of messages really, really resonated a lot with me because there's always been lots of things about myself that I wished were different. And some of them I can change, some of them I can't. And and it's just it's just a matter of uh, moving towards the the you that you want to become. So it, it's the act of both discovering who you already are, but mm. also shaping who you could be. God, should we just? And that was beautiful, man. I'm like, we're done, right? That that was. We're, <laughs> we're done. Wait, that, that was it. <laughs> that, that, that that was it right there. Um, God damn. I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know where to go from there because you just nailed it. it you you nailed it like you, like you've nailed everything else in this um, <laughs> dimension that I've invited you into, uh, which is why I I. 
I, I still see the own worst critics, own worst enemy, bad guy in the head. I've been beating myself up for it, for just for the fact that it's taken this long <laughs> for the universe to uh, sink us up again in the same room to where we can actually just talk. I mean, I mean, really, man, like it's it's been it's been too long. This needs to be a regular thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yes. And and where we go from here is episode 100. I cannot wait to hear the conversation with you and your dad. Should I should I drop the the spoiler should I, the name should I drop the name of the episode? Not not yet. Mm. Not yet. No, 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 no. no. Make mm. make him wait. Make him oh, wait. I, I have this is beautiful you guys. And this is not something um not something I'd ever anticipated doing. I was thinking like episode 100, okay, maybe I'll 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 get uh, I'll crowdsource something. Hey, you were a guest on the show. Send in uh, it's let's all come together for a big party, uh, which was kind of like the first idea, uh, which was kind of my f- idea for the season finale of Humanity First One, and that never worked. Uh, mass collaborations and coordinations are very 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 difficult. But um, you know, I've been having a lot of conversations with. The, the best conversations like if if you guys like me you're gonna fucking love my dad because i he made me <laughs> uh he i i am his creation so uh this was really 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 fucking special uh he <laughs> and and it was something that just kind of like had to happen he sent me an amazon gift card for my birthday and i used most of it to buy him a microphone so that i could just send it to him <laughs> so that we could talk uh, like this, like you and I are talking now, like actually in each other's ears and actually in reasonably good mics and sounding good and and capturing it, capturing the gold, capturing the, you know, the moments. Um, so this is a, a I, and this was surreal, absolutely fucking surreal editing this episode, uh, not editing, but producing it um, and listening back over to it because I've talked to my dad a million times, of course, we've had him a million special conversations and probably in the large scale this one uh isn't particularly unique because they're all that special they were all that special the whole time and and they you know but get, this one is especially special because i get to share it with you guys i get to share it with the listeners you guys get to hear my dad which is going to be <sighs> intense it's going to be it's going to be very intense he has some you guys he has some wisdom to drop on uh on the world and i'm so fucking thankful that i i I captured some of it um you know while we're all still here for however long uh jesus christ where are we at jesse Jenner, I, I think you brought it home, man. I can't wait to watch that and just keep making the world beautiful because even after that, you know, 101, we got to keep rolling. Of course. I'm already I'm already trying to like, how the fuck do I follow that up? <laughs> I know. One, that's the challenge. <laughs> 101. I knew, I knew one, 100 had to be special, was going to be special, but I also knew that 99 had to be really special as well. And I'm like, it was oh, an honor, man. man. It was it's, an honor. It's it's Jesse. Jesse's 99. Uh, but goddamn, who the fuck is 101? I have not even thought of that yet. 
Uh, <laughs> Got to keep moving. If you have any ideas, let me know. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't. Uh, I'm not doing that. The bullshit today. I, I I don't have the follows on Twitter. Tag me and let me know. Uh, have them call in. Have them call into voices, you and go. you can have that be that can be part of it. That can be it. I'm I might just drop a hundred and then just leave it and then go dead space for a while until people call in and tell me what to do next. <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> I kind of need a break, yeah. guys. Yeah, uh, you know what? That's okay. <laughs> uh, I I love the show, but it, I I kind of like that. Yeah, I feel like you guys should um kind of because it's not mine mind wave isn't mine it's ours it's, it's our thing that we're doing together all of us um so where would you like to see it go listener um where would you like us to go next email me mindwavepodcast at gmail.com or do the i don't i hate twitter i hate facebook um do the email or come to the website mindwave.media um and do it there because that's that's really i think the best um way to do that but uh i was by no means being like okay we're done uh okay bye uh it it, it just kind of naturally flowed to something approximating that but i i really i need to hear from you more because i'm i've been a mic hog and this is supposed to be your episode <laughs> and and I, I hear myself being a mic hog all the time but and it's just because i'm so in love with this project it's it's um I'm Andrewian, scan my fucking brainwaves and send them into space in a golden record. I'm in love with this whole thing. Uh, so, uh, Jesus, Jesse, man, I, I hope you realize how how important you are to me and to this, to this project because it's this is... When you put something out there in the universe, it... it often feels like a message in a bottle from a, a lonely island and you'll never get anything back but doesn't it feel nice when it comes back when it comes back it is the most intense insane emotional spiritual i i don't i don't have words i don't I don't have words for how important your voice and your 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 wisdom and your your knowledge and your beautiful face cuz you're also really hot which I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm like I cannot under uh it's just like man you have such a special place here and I I really brother I love you so fucking much so I'm I'm going to let you close this out take uh <laughs> uh take a moment ponder ponder on it cuz I, I you're one of these people you're a storyteller you're a writer I'm not I'm a rambler I'm a I'm a drunk idiot who just uh, occasionally gets too gushy <laughs> and emotional and just likes to cry at how beautiful the world is uh, but you, you are a very special person in this story, and it, it, that is that is the way I'm going to close it out. Is just thanking thanking you for coming into this story and uh, being a part of this with me because this is God damn it, this is the best thing on earth possible that I had any possibility of getting at. It, it, it beyond literally going into space and experiencing the overview effect. And seeing the earth from above and feeling that this is the 
literally like the, the the best thing that it could have achieved on earth <laughs> down here is one of the monkeys in the dirt uh so you really really need to know how how fucking special you are and how much i appreciate uh you doing this with me and again I, i'm i'm going to pass it to you and let you resurgent us <laughs> our 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 way we'll, we'll we'll close it out we're at an hour or so uh yeah yeah yeah, Jenner, uh, man, it, it is it is really an honor, and it was uh, it was your show and your encouragement and your voice that encouraged me to start researching us in the first place. It was I, I did it right after our podcast, and you know, as much as much strength and as much wisdom as I've as I've given to you, and and that you can feel uh, uh, empowered by. Uh, I'm giving it back because that's that's what you've been giving for a hundred episodes now. So, I mean, you did it, man. You did it. Jesus, can you make me cry, man? It's like it's, <laughs> <laughs> these last like few episodes, just, I can't stop crying. It's and, and you did it too, listener. You did it too because uh, I know you're making your plans right now to join our chorus and to get your voice out there too. This is not just a passive listener kind of a, a space. Mm-hmm. This is a place for everybody to come together. And so Mr. Rogers has thrown down the gauntlet and issued a challenge to you here and now to set your voice into the world too. I love it. And uh, yes, listener out there, uh, I'm not going to offer to write you a theme song. Uh, for your show, because uh, I took on a couple of those for two very special people, Jesse and and Boone, um, and that is a huge challenge. Like finding the mind wave sound was a, a long time coming, and I'm still not happy with it. <laughs> I'm still not happy with the mind wave theme, but um, you know, it's uh, I won't volunteer to do that, but I will volunteer to help you however I can. Um, to bring you into this weird ass sandbox incubator of sorts to to show you how powerful you are <laughs> you weird ass fucking monkey that i love for listening to my show thank you for listening uh our show it's ours it's not mine jenner it's not mine it's ours this is this is uh <sighs> jesus this was so i i needed this so bad today, Jesse. Uh, thank you, Foggy, so much for coming back and and waking me up in my in my stupor. You got to see me stumbling out of bed all half naked. It was great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this this needed to happen today. And uh, God damn, thank you so much for doing it with me, man. This is this this is the best, best of the best. You got it, Jenner. You got it. That's the place to end it. All right, goodbye, everybody. We love you. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to episode 99 of Mindwave. Holy shit. Uh, It's about to get crazy. Thank you to the friends of the show who make it possible. Let's see if I can remember them off the top of my head. Rob J. Wilson, who is our very generous web host for Mindwave.media, which is where you should go to find everything that you ever cared about that was ever Mindwave. Uh, let's see. Corey Wilcox, he flies a plane. He's a super cool guy that sells houses in Hollywood. And he's uh, an adorable faggot. And I love him because we're besties from high school. 
he provided me with all of the wonderful tools that I have to make the show, like Logic Pro and Motion and Final Cut. Thank you, Corey. Uh, my dad. Fucking duh. Hello. You're about to hear the episode that I recorded, the very first episode of Mindwave I ever recorded with my dad. You're about to hear that, listener, and I hope you're fucking ready because I'm going to blow your fucking socks way the fuck off. Travis Meyer, Heather Cook, Julia May, Jerry Elkins, uh, Lena Miller, oh, Phil Ord, fucking duh. Oh my god. Oh, help, help, help. Jamie, Morty, 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 Morty. It's Mindwave is going to need an army of fucking Mortys. You guys realize that our brand new Patreon patron, Ron Russell, thank you super de pretty much for getting uh, in on this action. That's fucking great. I should remember those off the top of my head. I'm sorry that I don't. It's not entirely my fault. I can blame some of it on Scotch Glasgow. But, uh, you know, it's you. You guys make this show possible, which is what the thing that I really need to drive into the back of your head, like a Christmas song, as is a gigantic thing just screwed into the back of your noggin that will remind you how important you are uh, in making this shit happen because you're not just a person who <laughs> happens to be listening to this. You are a part of it. It's the fucking universe. You're a star, motherfuckers, and you need to shine. Shine in your own wavelength. Come closer. Get in mutual orbits with the other stars who resonate like you do. Reach out. Take your fucking mind waves out into the universe and look for the other people who get it. Because that's what it is. It's finding the other people who get it. That's mind wave. I'm Jenner. Jesse. Resurgent us. Holy fuck. I hope you guys are ready for that. It's a new thing. I'm not going to spoil anything because it's a big super duper surprise. But thank you so much for listening. Hashtag Mindwave uh, at Mindwave Podcast on Twitter or whatever. I don't know. I fucking <laughs> seriously, if you made it. Uh, God, I love you. Okay, bye. <laughs>